You're now tuning into the Barely Hibernating Podcast, brought to you by the Blue Wire Hustle Podcast Network, featuring Bear Report's own Usaid Kosho and fan-sided Sam Stevenson and AJ Desai. Here are your hosts. So another week gone, the Bears still don't have a quarterback. I mean, they have Nick Foles, but he's not really a quarterback. He's just a standing giraffe trash can. He's like a lesser long version, a freaking long neck version of Mike Lennon, okay? He's freaking Farmer Boy Foles is what he is to me, okay? What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Barely Hibernating Podcast. The Bears may be in hibernation, ladies and gentlemen, but we're not in hibernation. You know me. I'm your host, Usaid Kosho. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Usaid Kosho. Got my left-hand guy, AJ Desai, in the house. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Usaid or I'm sorry, at AJ Desai for sorry, I've been up since friggin' 5 a.m. because I have like 19, 20 hour days, you know, because I'm a boss and I'm a daddy, you know, and you know who else is a boss and daddy, bro? Russell Wilson. I really hope the Bears trade for Russell Wilson. So, how's it going, bro? Yo, I'm dead. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but like, yeah, man, yo, I respect your, um, your hard work, I guess, and your um, very, very nice Snapchat stories, man. They really get me going. I promise that's, you, they would get me going. That's dope, dude. I appreciate it. Let me tell mm-hmm. you a funny story. So shout out to well, one of my homies, Denise, right? Great coworker of mine. Um, You know, we just talk about the randomness of stuff because she pretty much just like fucking loves brown people. Me and you are the brown boys of the Bears podcast game, all right? So Denise, right, on Saturday at work, we were discussing... Alan Rob, no, not Alan Robinson. What am I saying? The Bears and possibly trading for Russell Wilson. And you know me because I'm like the white brown guy of everything, right? Denise, I was just like, yo, if the Bears trade for Russ, I'm going to get a jersey that says daddy on the back, right? And I straight up coined a new term, big daddy energy, okay? <laughs> and so <laughs> Denise goes and she's like, oh, shit, I bring big daddy energy too. And I'm looking at it like, yo, I bring big daddy energy, okay? If Russ gets traded to Chicago, I'm getting another jersey that straight up just says like, Big Daddy Energy on the back. That is the new term that I'm going to use to describe myself now, ladies and gentlemen, is Big Daddy Energy. All right? And you can use that as well. I don't give a shit. But I need to, like, get that trademarked, okay? <laughs> yeah, you should get that trademarked, man. You say Koshal. You say Big Daddy Energy Koshal, man. That's how, that, that, that would actually be a really cool trademark, dude. It would be an awesome trademark. But, yo, let's get right into it. NFL League yep. year starts in a week. Well, we got to start with the most obvious news first off. I mean, Bears fans, I don't know why you guys were, like, freaking out today and stuff. You know, it was, like, 9, 10 in the morning. Hey, what's up, Luke? Luke, what's going on? What up, yo? So he's calling me Mr. Unlimited. But, yo, we got to get into it with, you know, franchise tag stuff, right? So Bears fans were all like, oh, yeah, well, oh, my God, A-Rob hasn't been tagged and you guys were in panic mode. And I tweeted this from our Twitter account last night. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Barely underscore pod. I was like, guys, stop panicking because the Bears are going to bring A-Rob back regardless. They're going to tag him. That's going to be the end of the situation. Quit panicking. And they announced the move like around 12 o'clock today, you know, and everyone was like, oh my God, finally, blah, blah, blah. And I think people got to understand, dude, the Bears move in such silence when it comes to some of these moves, like they're slower than a freaking snail, dude. But what were your thoughts on A-Rob finally being tagged? And what do you hope to see next? Man, you know, I hope to see that they're actually working on a long-term deal because my man Luke would just put that comment in, Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, but you know, before we get into Mr. Unlimited, but like, you know, obviously, you know, you want to like secure 
secure, I guess, your player um, from being a free agent. You know, um, it's more, there's now restrictions now if someone wants to have problems to be the trade. So now that um, we got him under the tag, now we do have some sort of leverage. So if we if we could work on getting a long-term deal done, I think it's going to appease um, a person in Seattle who is very much interested in coming to Chicago, uh, Russell Wilson. So um, we'll just have to see. I mean, you know, um, is Ryan Pace and um, George McCaskey really – keen on having Ryan Robinson here for the next four or five years in Chicago. Um, we'll just have to see, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a long-term deal to get done. You know, I put it in, I put it in our personal chat that we're in, you say, um, four years, 76 million, you know, um, that's paying Alan Robinson, 19 million, um, give him the bag, you know, make him happy, you know, give him that $40 million guaranteed for the wide receiver money. Um, you already know he's going to make plays. He, you already know he's going to try his best to stay healthy. So why not what's the risk of that so and um let's just get it done man yeah i would definitely say getting it done is the big thing here right because again like the bears want let's be real listen so ryan pace said this last week right in his press conference just in terms of oh my god you know the thing is is it's like you see players around the league, social media and stuff, they just like and tweet whatever. And for a lot of Bears fans, you know, they just have this like crazy ass like thinking that just because Allen Robinson is liking certain tweets, the reality of the situation is that um he's for sure gone from the Bears. And let's be honest, like that's never the case because it's just a generic thing. Like players, you know, these guys are like colleagues in a sense, you know, they're gonna like tweets and stuff of um whatever they want to like just because number one it's their life number two like it's just a trend around social media nowadays and so the reality of the situation is i'm not concerned that a rob was ever liking these tweets because i knew he was going to be back and i knew probably i want to say like five to six hours before the move was announced that a rob was for sure going to be tagged so like i'm not at all concerned about it now in terms of a potential contract i would Mm -hmm. say probably you know four years like 80 million because then he's making what like 20 million a year right yeah yeah so he's making 20 million a year which would be ahead of a guy like michael thomas because michael thomas right now makes 19.25 million a year that's his average annual value so you you get alan robinson that deal and then i want to say if it's an 80 million dollar contract right you give him probably 45 to 50 million dollars guaranteed because that would be just over half yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, you know, 19, 20 million dollars. If Alan Robinson thinks he's worth 20 million dollars, just sign him, dude. I mean, like, if you're cutting these players, you're cutting Bobby Massey. I think I that's the news or a couple yesterday or today, right? He's got he's coming off the books, plus grinds off the books. Uh they're talking about cutting uh Jimmy Graham's cap in half, whether it's for Russell Wilson, I think the Bears will have the money for his contract. I'm pretty sure if they, you know, borrow some money from the 2022 and 2023 books, I mean, they can open up some cap, restructure some contracts and open up tours up to like 50 to $60 million on the current cap. So, I mean, if they do that, they, they have money to extend Al Robinson. They definitely have money to bring in a guy like Russell Wilson. So, um, I mean, you know, definitely, man. I mean, I can see it 20 million. Four years, $80 million, $55 million guaranteed. I can definitely see a deal like that. Well, I also think like people don't realize because over the next two off-seasons, there is going to be – they can afford to borrow from the next two off-seasons just because more money is yeah. coming off the books, right? <laughs> so, like, yep. the Keem Hicks contract is going to be off the books. 
I think sometime next year, Charles Leno Jr. is going to be a guy that's cut in 2022. So they can find his replacement this year, groom that guy, insert him into the left tackle position as a starter. And then honestly, you look at it like um, another guy who could probably going to be off the books next year is Robert Quinn. I get he was like assigned to a five-year deal last offseason. He's going into year two of a five-year deal, but it's realistically, it's like a two- or three-year contract is what it is. So Quinn's another guy that's going to come off. And then, you know, when you get to 2022-2023, Khalil Mack's cap hit, it's going to be same, but that contract is structured in such a way where they can get out of it if they really need to. And so my point is this, is it's just like everyone's in panic mode right now. Let's be real. The Bears were supposed to have some decent salary cap space this year, but again, COVID impacted everybody or all 32 NFL teams. And so now you're in a situation where you're like, okay, you know what? Money's going to come off the books the next couple of years. And this isn't even me talking about like, I have not even mentioned in terms of money coming off the books, like Danny Trevathan or Nick Foles, two guys I do not think will be on the roster in 2022. And if you really wanted to make a case, you know, to free up some extra money, maybe you go out and you extend Kyle Fuller this year. But then again, it's just like some of that money is going to have to be used to extend some of your younger guys. So you're going to have to pay Bilal Nichols. If James Daniels was going into year four, of the four-year contract he signed as a rookie, you're going to have to pay a young building block like James Daniels, unless Alex Bars and Mustafa just significantly end up outplaying him. You know, you're if Anthony, if the Bears get a a good quarterback, right? Anthony Miller breaks out, you're going to have to go ahead and you're going to have to pay um Anthony Miller. You know, David Montgomery is going to be in line for an extension after the 2021 season concludes. So the point is, the Bears are going to have some money over the next couple off seasons, especially if they get fans back in the stands. But they're also going to have to pay some of that as well to some guys that are already on the roster. And the way you're just going to compensate for a lot of the holes is go out. You got to be really smart with drafting, you know, and I know Pace's best first round pick has been Roquan Smith, right? Because Pace has had four first round picks in six years, not including the 2021 draft. So Pace's hit rate for first round picks is... If you were to ask me, I want to say it's like 50% at this point because like Kevin White, complete bust. Mitch Trubisky, complete bust. Leonard Floyd was never as terrible as people made him out to be. It's just the thing with him was this is he was drafted to be Alden Smith in Vic Fangio's defense, but he never lived up to those expectations. And for a lot of Bears fans at the end of the day, it was, well, Floyd doesn't produce and doesn't stuff the stat sheet. So that automatically means he's a bad player and to me it's just like look if your justification for whether a player is good or bad starts and ends with the stat sheet then you probably should not be arguing with me about anything you need to learn to watch football film as mean as that sounds and then Roquan's been by far the best player so Pace has a 50% hit rate in the first round right now and then you look at the 20th overall pick coming up it's certainly going to be interesting because in years past you know when the Bears have had a first round pick we've been able to kind of go ahead and predict and say okay so these are the three or four positions that they're going to narrow things down to and they need to target but this year it's just like it's completely wide open because that first round pick could be headed to Seattle within the next like couple of weeks or the bears could keep it and just use it to trade up for a quarterback yeah i mean like you know the bears like what they can do is like you know like obviously they're gonna be they're gonna be in the uh in the area to like start restructuring some of these contracts you know i really see like a not 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 necessarily like a full overhaul or anything like that just to answer some of your some of the cap concerns here for chicago i mean like you know 
they can they, they they can push some money i mean it's not like the bears don't have money like the narrative is like oh they don't have any cap i mean just look at the salary cap table and you tell me like you know with the deal signed today and by 2025 the salary cap is going to go to over 250 million dollars right but the bears are not that deeply invested into 2022 right you know they're going to have most of these players like obviously some players are going to come off the book like you mentioned you say they're going to have 90 plus million dollars in cap space you know um you know obviously there's going to be more of like you know um of like um like cuts like you mentioned danny trevathan and all that and uh the bears are looking good it's just you know, it's just going to have to come down to like, you know, how smart you are in drafting, like you said, you said. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I I was just messing with the uh, over the cap calculator. You know, I just went out, restructured Mac, Fuller, Quinn, Jackson, Leno, and Whitehair. You know, contracts that maybe maybe three or four out of them will probably restructure. So, um, it's just going to have to come down to like, you know, how smart you are with these offseason moves. Yeah, so real quick though, our boy Sam Stevenson, you can follow him on Twitter at SJSteve9. Sam's jumping in late, dude, but Sam, what the hell is going on? Um, You look like you're about to go for a hike or you just got done playing golf. I know you play lacrosse though. I don't understand how to play any sport, dude, but what the hell's going on, dude? What's up, boys? I just got back from a little late night lacrosse practice uh, over at North Central College. Um, Excited to talk some Bears. Uh, I was hoping to be home a little bit earlier, but better late than never is what I like to to go by. Get, it. get this right. So my, because I'm student teaching this semester, my field instructor is actually going to be teaching a course at North Central College over the summer, and he wants me to help him teach it. So I might actually be your professor if you take a history class over the summer. I'm not taking one yet, but we'll see. If that ends up happening, that would be really funny. All right, I'm going to tell my field instructor, be like, let's go, Kermit. We got to, um, you know, we got to do this. But, yo, we were just discussing, like, you know, the Bears offseason at this point, dude. Like, it's pretty much wide open if you think about it. Because, the, I mean, there's moves that we all expected to happen, like cutting Massey and screen, right? Those were going to happen even before the 2021 offseason started. But then you look like they make their first big move, which is Allen Robinson. And so got to get your yeah. thoughts on the A-Rob tag and then just moving forward. Where do the Bears go from here? I mean, I think the A-Rob tag was expected. I, I think any Bears fan who thinks that we weren't going to tag him, I-, I just don't think that's the case. Whether or not we keep him or not, I believe that depends on kind of what you, you said. You said, like, what direction the Bears go. Whether it be a Russell Wilson trade, a trading up for a rookie, you know, whatever the Bears—I mean, you said it perfectly—it's wide open. And I, and I think the thing is, is I don't want to undervalue Allen Robinson. I understand some people are critical of his Twitter antics, but the guy came off a torn ACL and has been very productive the past three years. He's earned every single forty-two million dollars of that original contract. And, and you know, I I do hope he's able to stay in Chicago. I, I mean, he's the best offensive weapon we've probably had since. I'll say Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, in terms of the offseason as a whole, I, I, I would expect a lot of players getting cut, um, cut, restructured, whatever. This is going to be a brutal offseason for all teams. And, you know, I, there's a lot of guys on this team that I feel like are just going to get the hammer strict or excuse me, the hammer, the ax strictly just because there's not enough money. Um, and, and, you know, I think Ryan Pace is clever with his cash. I think he knows how to move money around. But, uh, I, you know, I hopped in here and I was listening to AJ talk about it. I would expect a lot of restructures, um, a lot of moves made, 
maybe a trade or two, but you know, I think it depends what the bears think they are competitively. You know, if they get Russell Wilson, I'm there, uh, you know, they're fighting for the NFC North or if they go get a rookie, they got a couple years of, you know, potential there. So, you know, I'm hoping for the best, but I think the A-Rob tag is the first step in the right direction. And I think it was the obvious move. So let me ask you guys this, right? Because for me, you know, it's, and you guys know I temper my expectations or I have like zero expectations for the Bears as a fan, as a writer. You know, I'd be like as non-biased and as objective as I can be when analyzing this team. But I think right now they are closer to, here's the thing. I think right now with the Bears, it's totally wide open is how I'm going to phrase it. But in terms of the quarterback position, but what do you guys think? Do you think they are closer to Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? Or do you think they're closer to Nick Foles and a rookie? Um, I guess it just because I mean, the thing the thing is it's it, I don't imagine Ryan Pace isn't calling these teams right. I mean he would be a moron not to. He's obviously spending calls for Seattle and for Houston, right? What do I think is more realistic? I think Foles in a rookie, strictly because I just don't think Russ is going to be on the move, and I think my I think there's better suitors for Deshaun Watson. Um. I do think that Russell Wilson is more realistic than we think, but uh, you know, I, I think what's going to more realistically happen is Pace is going to make an aggressive move and get someone in the draft. I would prefer, obviously, the unbiased fan in my heart would prefer a Russell Wilson, um, but I think realistically, unless the Bears pull something out of their hat here, I am expecting a Foles maybe another veteran. I know Alex Smith has been linked to us a couple of times and a rookie. Yeah. So we got a question in the chat here, but it's uh, my man's he's asking, he's like, what happens if we don't get Russie? He literally refers to him as Russie, which is pretty cool. Right. But what happens if we don't get Russie and get a rookie instead? Who starts then? Honestly, dude, what's going to happen is this is if they miss out on um, Russell Wilson, right. Man, then die, bro, <laughs> Yeah, I would die too because I told you I want him here. I want him here, dude, because he's going to bring big daddy energy and I bring big daddy energy, okay? Man, it's going to bring me the other type of energy that I don't want to say on the podcast. If you give me the permission, I will. Just go and filter, bro. Big, big energy, bro. <laughs> like, what do you want to say, man? If Russell Wilson comes to the Chicago Bears, man, that dude is going to change the entire face of the franchise since Jay Cutler took us to the NFC Championship game in 2011. Make that known. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so if the Bears don't... Mm-hmm. If the Bears don't get Russ, but they get a rookie, then you're starting Nick Foles the first half of the season, who pretty much is like Mike Lynn 2.0, just the neck is not as long. And then you're getting, um, you're throwing the rookie in there because if like the Bears trade up for a rookie quarterback, like a Fields, Wilson, or Trey Lance, that's like a time. But they, but they don't play him in 2021. I'm going to be super pissed, dude, because you're just like yeah. throwing the season away at that point, you know? Yeah. But defense too, bro. Well, and I think the thing is too is it's like, do we would we rather see Pace and Nagy with another rookie when their jobs aren't even guaranteed for after this season, and then you're kind of throwing this rookie quarterback with another system? I mean, similar to what happened with Mitch. Um, I mean, I'm not going to give Mitch too much credit here, but still, you know, he did go from Fox to Nagy. Or do we trust Nagy and Pace more with a guy like Russ? I, I think while I don't think. 
I, I mean, I, I don't know how much better of a coach Nagy is to Pete Carroll, but uh, in my mind, I think the only reason why I think a trade for a guy like Russ is realistic is because I think Pace and Nagy know they have better odds of getting a guy like him, especially in an offseason where he's actually potentially available, than some rookie who, even if it's a guy like Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, and even if they light it up their first year, like, are those rookie quarterbacks going to save us in the short term? So again, it goes back to the whole thing. Like, what are the Bears? What are the Bear? What's the Bears' outlook for the next one year versus the next five years? Are they looking for long-term success with a rookie's potential, like they had with Mitch, or are they looking to get a guy like Russ, who's going to give you five to seven years and reopen your Super Bowl window potentially? So I, I think it's it's tough because obviously I'd rather see them get a good rookie if we don't get a guy like Russ. But, like, I don't think a Trey Lance or a Zach Wilson or a Justin Fields saves this team in 2021. Maybe in the next couple of years, but at that point, is Pace and Nagy even here? Is it a full rebuild? Are you trying to rebuild around the quarterback like this? Because teams can bounce quickly. I mean, you've seen what the Bills did with Josh Allen. So, I don't know. I, I, I think at this point, I think a veteran quarterback and not any veteran quarterback, the two that are available right now potentially, are going to be better for the Bears' success based on what they've already built around what should have happened with Mitch. So I would love to see another rookie quarterback that's a top five guy, but I'm I'm on the Russell Wilson train till he is until something officially happens and he's no longer available. Yeah, we stand for Russell Wilson on this podcast, okay? We are not going to go into hibernation till we get Russell Wilson. Well, yeah. even when the Bears get Russ, right? We're not going to go into hibernation. But like – you know, here's the thing, right, is the way I'm looking at it is you have free agency coming up, and that's honestly going to be the theme of the show, just a heavy free agency preview because we've talked about everything over the last couple of weeks. We haven't talked about free agency. You see a number of cuts happen. Oh, go ahead. But here's the thing, though. Like, I I'll, like I just want to respond to uh, respond to Sam's point there. I mean, that's the thing, though, Sam, because if you go get a rookie – you're literally going to get fired if you go six and ten. That's the thing. The only thing that saves, if the, the only thing that saves Matt Nagy and Ryan Ryan Pace's job, as my sister's texting that she's saying she's drunk. Um, the only thing that saves them from their job is that um, if you go get Russell Wilson and this team, like, I'm not going to say Super Bowl t- contenders, but I'm just going to say NFC North champion. They could be the NFC not um, uh, NFC North champion and see if they can get a uh, a first round buy or whatever and try to go deep like that. So I mean that's the only way Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy saves their job. They go out and they get a Deshaun Watson or they get a Russell Wilson. You go go you go get a rookie. You say guess what's going to happen? McCaskies don't care. They fired John Fox a year early. They don't care. They don't like sometimes like if things things aren't going their way, they'll fire these people and not even think twice. All right. If you want to save your job, like even if it's next year, even if even if even if it's the year after that, if you want to line up these contracts and bullshit like that, that's fine. I don't care. But hey, like a rookie's not going to get it done for me. Go trade your unknown first round picks and get me Russell Wilson. Stop fucking with my head, George McCaskey and Ted Phillips and Ryan Pace. Please, please, dude, go did get. They, this hold guy. on, let me let me ask you: Did they move on from Fox a year too early or a year too late, though? Because I think they, they moved, moved on. on. Oh, you can go ahead. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I would say they moved on. You know, 
a year too late, honestly, because like theoretically they could have had Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan. If you if if, if I'm yeah. pace right, you moved on from him a year too late. And again, the Bears are just always a franchise that makes moves a year too early or a year too late anyway. All right. Or they have players at certain positions, cough, cough tight end with Greg Olson and cough, cough, Matt Forte that like are just modern NFL players way before the, those styles take over the NFL and they just freaking ruin them. Um, I see we got another comment in the chat, but thoughts on comparing Darnell Mooney to Tyreek Hill. Yo, the comparisons there, but I'll, yeah, I, I think the comparisons there, right? He can be Tyreek Hill light. He's just not as fast as Tyreek Hill. Let's be honest. Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I, I love Mooney. I got his jersey, and I hope and pray. a monster. But I don't think there's any receiver right now that is on that level. And I'm not saying Moody can't potentially get there, but I mean Tyreek was doing what Tyreek was doing with Alex Smith. Like it, it, and I'm not trying to discredit Alex Smith. He's a fine quarterback. He's nowhere near Patrick Mahomes. So let's. Uh, I say there's potential, but let's. Pump the brakes a little bit on that, just because I think Mooney had an okay rookie year. I think he did pretty solid, but you know, there's plenty to build from that. Ask me a couple. Of course, Nagy did. Of course, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Nagy, Nagy said yeah. Things that I've that I've raised an eyebrow to. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would be. It'd be dope if we got the Tyreek Hill 2.0 on the roster, but. Well, definitely. I mean, I would love a burner on this team. I don't. I don't think Mooney's there yet in terms of. I mean, like, yeah, he could be. That. I mean, like, yeah, definitely he is a burner, but he's nowhere near on Tyree Kill's level, man. I'm like, maybe, maybe, like, in, maybe future in his uh, career, like, you know, like, you know. I mean, like, yeah, it was today. I was in my car too. I was like going out and get some milk and some cheese, some wine too. Some like really a really good dinner I had today. Some a, a good Indian dinner and a really nice American wine appetizer. I don't know how to fucking say it, man. I got a really nice appetizers, but like yeah, turn on the radio and oh nice that Nature Valley. Oh, that's a Gatorade bar. Okay, hell no, Nature Valley. BG, this is because you mentioned dinner, right? And we just go off topic here because we're the most unfiltered Bears podcast out there, whether you like it or not. Because let's be real, AJ and I are, you know, we're nice on here when we make fun of, you know, certain Bears ownership and stuff. Let's be real. But my diet literally, dude, for the last like week or so has been Gatorade whey protein bars. No, Honey Nut Cheerios in the morning, Starbucks at some point in the afternoon because I need my caffeine. In between for snacks, I have Gatorade whey protein bars and then water or vitamin water. That is my diet. And I'm yeah, in like vitamin water is great. Yeah. I've been doing the. Uh, yeah, we, we, we should. We should. We, we should be sponsored by them. We should be sponsored. This is bullshit, man. Come on, follow us, man. This is, this is like the best beers podcast in the world, man. You got me, the king. Got the G King over there, and you got the Lacrosse King over there. Sam Who's G King? Wait, wait. Why am I G King, bro? You're, why am you're I the G King? No, 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 no. You're your Big Daddy Energy. That's yeah, yeah. Your Big Daddy Energy. <laughs> oh, I'm the no King. Else, what? <laughs> like, you could be if we get Russell Wilson. All this changes. All of our names change. If we get, I'm telling you right. Well, I'm gonna. Call my dude, see, I here's the thing, right? I, no, I used to do, dude. I used to do another podcast, and they called me Podfather on there, right? The, for this one, my new dick. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> 
<laughs> for this one, my new nickname is, uh, you know, Big Daddy Energy, right? And because I do bring the Big Daddy Energy, let's be real. But also, um, I mean, come on, man. I'm the type of freaking person, right, who, like, knows what the hell I want in life, what I'm doing. If you guys saw oh my, my Snapchats... <laughs> Big Daddy Simba. Oh my if you guys Yo, saw yeah, my we gotta get back. We gotta get if, back to Bears talk, man. This is gonna be really all, funny, but like, holy shit. Last one, I promise. If you saw my Snapchat right, story right. today, which is only for an exclusive number of people, I put this on at... Hold on. When did I put it on? Yeah, these are my thoughts at 7 in the morning. The only thing I'm addicted to is this drug called greatness because once you get a dose, it's hard to quit or ever go back. Good thing you can't overdose on greatness either. So, like, you know, I'm the type of person where... I walk into the freaking room, dude, and I automatically just have, like, everyone's command, respect, and attention... I don't know why it's just my personality, you know. But um, Sam, are you intimidated by me, bro? Am I intimidated by you? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what's I like going on right now. I like the stuff that I see in your Snapchat. It's very motivational. I like seeing that every day. That's dope. I'm gonna cut this up and promote it on Snapchat for all the haters to see. Um, yeah, I wish I could give the drug of greatness to the Bears. But yo, getting back to Bears talk here. So when we look at like free agency, I mean, free agency is coming up. I mean, personally, the Bears are gonna have to restructure a hell of a lot of contracts to even be active players in the free agent market this year. Otherwise, there's in certain cases, there's no point in like borrowing significantly from 2022 and 2023 mm-hmm. unless you're trading for Russell Wilson, who, again, if Russ gets traded to Chicago, I will like steal him from Ciara. I'm not even joking. That's how bad we are. I think Ciara, man, I have something to say about that, man. Holy shit, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. If. Let let alone let alone obviously let alone I just had a brief moment of Sierra and it just flashed through my brain. So I mean obviously, uh, yeah, and that and that dance on the boat that she did like forty eight hours ago. That's just oh okay yeah. But if that's in Chicago, man, what's stopping you from being a Bears fan from Seattle, bro? Come on. Like, what's stopping you, man? Like, please, man. Oh, my God. Russell Wilson, man. Buy whatever condo. Buy whatever penthouse you want. Everything's for sale. All right? Just please come to Chicago, man. Dude, I... Oh, my God. We will we will get another free agent for him. We'll probably mortgage more in the future and go get another wide receiver for him. Watch. Watch. We'll probably go on okay, if we so, get Russell Wilson. So, let's talk free agency here. Like I said, yeah. I mean, I'm I don't sorry, think... Guys. You're good, dude. You're good. Because I've been off topic a hell of a lot today, but that's just the theme of this podcast, right? So here's what I'll say. I think for, um, yo, number one free agent signing, uh, I don't really have one, Danny Dan, but I will say this much, right? Is I will take a chance on a veteran who I think has something left in the tank, right? So a guy like James Carpenter, you know, guard from the Atlanta Falcons, was cut today, Alabama alumni, so you know he can play offensive line at a high level. I think like Carpenter, because of his starting experience, would be a clear upgrade over anything and everything that the Bears had at right guard. I get we got options with white hair and, you know, James Daniels and um, Mustafa and Alex Bars. But, yo, if Carpenter is there, I'll take a chance on Carpenter. Yo, um, James Carpenter um, or whoever that Carpenter guy is was right um, right guard. He also worked with Russell Wilson in Seattle, too. So it's, um, it's a good chemistry match there, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, actually. So, like, yo, Sam, who's your ideal, like, Bears free agency targets? Oh, man. Um, I, I mean, I would just prefer any cheap option on the offensive line at guard. 
I like Carpenter. I think actually he would be a good fit. I like him. I, I think I think it's tough because again, because of what the free agency situation is and the money that the Bears don't really have to spend, like you know, it depends on like if A Rob ends up getting traded, I would love for the Bears to try to go get a guy like Galladay. But is that realistic? No. Um uh, someone just got cut from the Raiders of safety. I can't think of his name. Um Lamarcus Joyner. Kind of oh, I, I like that. fit with Eddie Jackson. Um, especially because we don't I know like the that. we don't know the future with Tayshawn Gibson. Um so I'll say him. I, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of intriguing pieces and, and I think again, I I think someone said it, I think Schefter tweeted about it. This is gonna be a fire sale um because guys are just gonna get cut left and right. Um but yeah, I think I think I'd like to pick up that guy there from the Raiders because I think that'd be a nice little tangent with uh, Eddie Jackson. And hey, we sign strong safeties every single year anyway, so let's just keep the tradition going. Yeah, for for me, right? I think another guy that Bears fans aren't talking about enough, and I said that they should go after him last off season, but they didn't. Is so Chiefs wide receiver Demarcus Robinson. I mean, he's 27 years old. He's played like 65 percent of snaps. I think that when you look at him from the time he started his career till basically now the last five seasons, he's been in Kansas City. So that familiarity in terms of just being a wide receiver, three, four, or five, four in Matt Nagy's offense is definitely there. So Demarcus Robinson, a guy to keep an eye on. I think when you look at the situation at the back end of the wide receiver, right, you have uncertainty behind Robinson and Mooney, right? So theoretically, you got to find someone to push Anthony Miller, to push Javon Wims, to push Riley Ridley. I think you go after a guy like Demarcus Robinson. You know, but another guy I'm intrigued by, and Bears fans are going to be like, oh, no, he's a complete bust. Like, honestly, there's been rumors the last few years that the Bears have wanted to, like, you know, not make a trade. Well, I should phrase it this way. There's been rumors the last couple of years that John Ross has been available on the trade market. I get he's a former first round bus, but like, yo, take a fire on a guy like John Ross. Cause he's just another speedster, you know? And again, it's one of those things where, you know, his NFL career is, been a complete bust so far. You got to understand that it's better to take a chance on a guy like him, because if he, it's not going to be good as a wide receiver. You still have him as a really cheap, you know, punt return option. I'm like, I'm over the days, dude, of having like Tariq Cohen back there returning punts. Because let's be honest, if Cohen's not back there returning the freaking punt in week three, he doesn't tear his ACL. And it's just sheer mismanagement on the Bears part of like, you know, paying Cordero Patterson like 10 million a year to be or 10 million over two years to be a running back and like be a gadget player when in fact, like it just really never panned out. And the running back experiment was total horse shit. So, Go after a guy like John Ross, honestly. Uh, someone, a name to keep in mind, and, and obviously the the market's got a couple options like this. But you know, keep keep your eyes peeled on a guy like Johnu Smith, especially if Jimmy Graham gets cut. I like Smith a lot. I don't think he got involved very much because uh, the Titans don't tend to throw the ball as much as they need to with a guy like Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know if Smith's pr- uh, price would be. But if Graham does end up getting cut, which I imagine will be a move the Bears make, depending on what they do with Russell Wilson, and if Graham's a part of that trait, like a part of bringing him in, luring him in. Um, but I like Johnny Smith. Um, he's a name. I just not to necessarily go and sign to a big deal, but if he's a name that you can get cheap, I'd like to see him on the roster. I think he'd pair really well with Komet. Um, that's another name that I was trying to think of. I've been sitting here for the past three minutes trying to figure out what who who I was trying to think of, and I finally came to head. 
So, yeah, if the Bears cut Jimmy Graham, they save like 7 million cap space. That's a question we got in the chat. I think it's going to be 3 million in dead, in dead money, unless they ask him to take a pay cut. But, you know, before I get over to AJ here, I think like a splash signing for me would be Hunter Henry. And I think tight end for the Chargers because he's hitting free agency. He was one of my guys last year. And the Bears last year, they made a push in free agency to sign Austin Hooper, but they just could not afford to go higher than like. $42 million in guaranteed money, I believe, was the originally reported number. But give me a guy like Hunter Henry. I would honestly, um, you know, even be fine with taking a chance on a guy like Luke Wilson. Like, yeah, he's 31 years old, but if Russ is in your plans, he's got a connection with Russell Wilson, right? So, AJ, who do you have as a couple free agency targets? Yeah, man. I mean, these are going to be low price ones, obviously, if we end up getting Russell Wilson and all that. So I got the list up right now. You know, I, um, on the tight end in the tight end room, you know, just shifting aside from John Smith for my boy Sam there, you know, maybe the Bears kicking tires for a guy like Kyle Rudolph. Um, try to get Kyle Rudolph and, um, Cole Komet in the same room. Um, I, I guess Kyle Rudolph has been in the league for a really long time. He can, you know, not not necessarily teach Cole Komet, but like take some take some load off of him. Uh, I I don't think Jimmy Graham is gonna remain on the Bears. I think it's gonna be more of a cap casualty, and the Bears gonna have to uh, either like if they keep him, it's gonna have to be like a a really deep restructure. Um, and if that happens, he is. So, um, and, and, and then in that case, um, they may, they may not need another tight end, but like, who knows if they might need a tight end, you know, that's, that's my guy, um, Kyle Rudolph. Um, another guy as a wide receiver, I would love to see on the bears is Adam Humphreys. Um, he was hurt a lot last year, I guess, but like when he was healthy, he was, he was trotting out there. Um, he has a really good, I guess I would say from the games I've been watching for the Titans, um, nice, decent cash radius there. Um, Pretty tall, lanky, a good good target for Russell Wilson. More of like a Vincent Jackson frame. So, um, so I'll be that. that, that. And also, um, if we're not going to bring Cordell Patterson back, you know, um, uh, Brashard Perryman might be a nice option. Or for the safety wise, um, Justin Simmons or Denver or. Um, uh, no, actually, that's it. Justin Simmons. Yeah, Justin Simmons or Lamarcus Joyner. Like, you know, well, but, I know, I think so. Simmons, I believe, got the franchise tag, so he's off the market, right? But still, again, the thing with the safeties market is that there's a lot of like quality options, and the safety position has been watered down. But continue, um, yeah, so Justin Simmons got the uh franchise tag, I guess. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, uh, my bad, yeah. Well, uh, Lamarcus Joyner would be a better guy for me, I would assume, if you're not gonna. You know, um, re-sign Tayshawn Gibson. I think he's going to be in the market for a big deal, or if it's reasonable, the Bears can re-sign him for a two-year deal. But the splash you said, I'm looking for. If I if I was like, you know, trading some pieces away on the defensive side of football, you know, I would try to look to replace uh, Robert Quinn. And if you do have the money left over, and I know people are going to hate me for this because the recent events of the person I'm about to name, Von Miller. You know, I mean, if he gets his stuff, like, literally sorting out, it's probably not going to happen for the Bears because of, like, how they run their franchise and all of that. Like, we saw the whole thing with Ray McDonald. He didn't play a snap for the Chicago Bears um, once, once they found out about their about his sexual assault and all that. So, I mean, you know, uh, 
like, I don't know. Like, you know, if you do have money left over and you need some pass rush help, maybe he's a guy like, you know, I mean, there's other guys out there, you know, Melvin Ingram, Bud Dupree. I mean, you're definitely not going to get Shaquille Barry. He's going to go for over 20 million. So yeah, those are my guys. See, for me, right. I would bring in, I think one underrated position that's just not being talked about enough. And I think it's, mainly because of Roquan Smith's emergence in 2020, as well as Danny yeah. Trevathan. He kind of picked things up later on in the season. But go after some linebacker depth, because I said this on my other podcast last yeah. week, Picks for Pace, which is by the Bear Report. I said this. I was just like, look, the Bears don't have linebacker depth, right? They let Kwiatkowski go. They let Kevin Pierre-Lewis go. These guys like Josh Woods and Joel E. Booneyway are not getting the job done. So you have to go after a guy like Christian Jones, who was here under Fangio, the earlier parts of the Fangio years. Maybe even think about reuniting with someone like Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Those are just some of the names that I think you need to go after. You know, so the Bears need to add to that middle linebacker position because the drop-off was just so significant. And, you know, if you don't want to add any of those guys that I mentioned, then you know what? Take a chance on, you know, a guy that's been a starter in this league, 31 years old. Take a chance on a highly productive guy like a Nick Vigil from the LA Chargers or a guy like Kevin Minter who just won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. But I want to go back to the Ray McDonald point that you made. You know, from what I know... Fangio personally vouched for Ray McDonald because, again, that was like a year yeah. before the Bears signed Akeem Hicks in free agency. And, again, McDonald and, you know, Fangio were together in San Francisco yeah. when Jim Harbaugh was there. So, yeah. ultimately, the thing is the Bears aren't going to bring in any guys with character concerns. I mean, I think yeah. in the six – no, in the seven offseason space has been here. They've had one player get arrested, and even that was, I believe, DeAndre Hall, right, who they traded the same offseason for – like a conditional seventh round pick two to Philadelphia Eagles. So ultimately with the Bears, right, they're going to go with these good guys, you know, but you got to also have some dogs on your team. But like if I'm adding to a position, right, like, yo, look at the right tackle class here. It's not the greatest thing on the planet, but you know what? Maybe you take a chance on a guy like a Ricky Wagner to replace Bobby Massey because I'll take, you know, Wagner over Massey any day of the week Um, or Maybe, you know, you go after someone like, I have the list pulled up here, right? Yo, what about a guy like, you know, well, Cam Fleming's, no, not Cam Fleming because he's absolute freaking trash. Well, what are you looking at, tackle? I'm looking at right tackle. So maybe someone okay. like, you know, Elijah Wilkinson from the Denver Broncos, 26 yeah. years older. Even Ty Sambrilio from the Titans. You know, just these guys that you look at and they're like, okay, you're going to need a stopgap at the right tackle position, in my opinion, but go ahead, Sam. I was just going to say, I think the biggest thing here is is be smart regardless of what they do at quarterback. Um, you know, depending on how much draft capital you give up, the offensive line class this year is pretty good. There's some guys that the Bears are going to be able to get in the second round if they're able to keep their second round pick. Um, obviously if they elect not, if they end up not being able to make a move for us and you have that first round pick, there's a lot of options there. I do agree though. I think there's a lot of positions that are being overlooked with the bears linebacker bat death being a particular one. Um, I, you know, one guy that I like actually who I'm not sure is going to be able, I don't know if he's going to reset or not. I believe Curtis Samuel is a free agent. I could be incorrect there. Ooh. Like Samuel, yeah, he is, he is a free agent. Like his a lot, and I think their room's kind of crowded with DJ Moore and um, Robbie Anderson. 
that's a guy who I think could bring some serious depth to the Bears wide receiver core as well if they miss out on a guy like Robinson. Um, I tweeted about it during the Super Bowl. I said the Bears need to take a look at this free agency class from the Super Bowl, in particular with the Chiefs. Um, they got some guys in that team who got some speed, um, and there's going to be some guys available. So I, I think the I think if the Bears are a smart organization, which they're not, they need to start taking a look at some receivers with a little bit of speed. Um, Ted Ginn does not cut it. That's not a guy with speed. Uh, I remember when he was returning kicks for a couple weeks, that was nightmare. Uh, my bottom line is, is just be smart with your money and understand that, it, you know, I, I don't think the Bears are in a position to make a splashy move. But if they can, if they can find a way to move the cap, and and you know, and there's been teams that I didn't think have money that suddenly just found money out of nowhere. I don't know where the heck the Cowboys got the money to pay Dak Prescott, but here we are. Here we are with that deal. So be smart, and if you're able to just kind of find guys that can fill in spots for one to two years, great, because the bottom line is the number one move needs to be to go get a guy like Russell Wilson. And if not, then you go and make a splashing move, uh, preferably not for another pass rusher. I, I think the Bears need to address either the offensive line or interior depth on the defense. But that's just me. Be smart with the money, but also if an opportunity presents itself, go for it. See, yeah, I don't altogether, think- yeah, just altogether just be smart with you. But go on, you said. See, I don't, Sam, you oh, mentioned the, the inside. Bears just need to be smart. Yeah, Sam, so you mentioned, you know, interior defensive line depth there. I know the Bears are set to lose. Well, I mean, right now they are set to lose. You know, it looks like Brent Urban, whose wife Kate liked my tweet on Twitter where I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, this looks like Kate's not coming or it looks like Brent is not going to be returning to Chicago in 2021. The Bears have lost a lot on defensive line depth in terms of Brent Urban. You know, um, you look at Roy Roberts and Harris could potentially be leaving. Mario Edwards Jr., another guy that you guys mentioned. He's done. But at this yeah, but at the same time, like you're getting Eddie Goldman back. And let's be real, this defense was just so much better the last between 2018 and 2019 because of Eddie Goldman, because he was eating up a lot of those double teams and letting Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan, and Khalil Mack, and even Akeem Hicks get to the quarterback. And I think that Eddie Goldman's return in 2021 is also going to go ahead and benefit Robert Quinn. You know, if he can get his friggin' bum ass ankle figured out but i think like for me you know aj you mentioned safety depth there's three players that i'm looking at in terms of starting strong safeties um daniel sorensen possibly keanu neal and then a low end a low risk high reward guy i think carl joseph i would really like to see carl joseph and sean decides defense who's that guy that uh, was on minnesota anthony andrew sendejo no the other guy Anthony Harris. Yeah, him. 30 years old. I think he, that guy would be a perfect guy on the Bears' defense for a replacement for Tashawn Gibson. Yeah, I would say, you know, in terms of safety, and also I'm just going to say this, Sherrick McManus' longest yeah, Sherrick McManus' longest tenured Bear. I do not think Sherrick McManus is going to be back. If we're playing keeper cut with the Bears, you know, Free agent, the Bears' own free agents. Dion Bush should not be back. Well, Dion Bush can come back, but he's just going to be a freaking special teamer, you know. But again, certain people have this infatuation with Dion Bush just in terms of, oh, well, he's ready to start. And it's just like, bro, if he was ready to start, they would not have signed to Sean Gibson yeah, last year. Exactly. Let's be real about it. Um, and then, you know, another intriguing guy would probably be freaking DJ Swearinger or, but yo, give me Carl Joseph. I wrote about this in one of my articles on yeah. Fansided. Carl Joseph's a low-risk, high-reward guy, especially because he has experience starting, and he played behind Khalil Mack, too, in Oakland. Keanu Neal would be really cool, too, but go ahead, Sam. What would you like? 
I don't know if I can name anyone else, to be honest. I, I, I just kind of think the bottom line is, like, I, I think team Bear, I think Bears fans who think that the Bears don't have more positions to address other than quarterback and offensive line are, are a little bit delusional. Um, I, I think, you know, it's going to be a tough offseason for all teams because, again, the cap, the cap space is going to be tough. And especially for a team like a Bears, and you look at the situation now with, like, A-Rob's, A-Rob's tag is going to put them $20 million over, like, just gotta be smart. Understand that, like, this might be a year where you lose a couple of guys strictly because of money. How can you find a smart way to find replacements in the short term? Um, I, I think that'll be the bottom line. I don't see the Bears making a big splashy move. Um, if they do, it will surprise me. Um, but I think the I think the thing is, is I think Pace is going to rely a lot on those late round draft picks um, with a lot of compensatory picks coming in. I could see him moving around in the late day three picks. Um, I, I think that's where he's going to address a lot of these positional needs. Um, and in terms of free agency, I think he's going to just kind of keep it, you know, the only moves that I could see him make is trade for a quarterback. Um, but I, I have been surprised by Ryan Pace in the past, and I'm sure I will be surprised again. So let me ask you guys this. What about Corey Davis at the wide receiver position? Because the Bears need like a clear-cut wide receiver three right now. Because we've seen this offensive system Matt Nagy's trying to make it a prototype of the Chiefs, right? And you have Robinson, you have Mooney, you have questions with Anthony Miller, but would you be okay with a guy like Corey Davis if he were to be much cheaper than expected in free agency? Yeah, if he's cheap, 100%. I, I don't want to give a guy like him similar A-Rob money, but you can get him on a cheaper deal. I mean, not. I mean, I mean he deserves a good contract, but if you, if you can get him cheaper than what some people are projecting, sure. I like Corey Davis's game. I, I think he got kind of overlooked sometimes in Tennessee because of uh, A.J. Brown, but he's made some big plays for them, and, and I like his game a lot. I think he'd be a nice mesh um, with the Spurs offense. Just just don't overpay him. I, I don't want to overpay guys. Um, I, I, I don't know how much his value is worth, um, but if the Bears can find a way to get him on, I, I don't mind Davis's game. Well, yeah, and that's the big thing that I think because people got to understand, like Corey Davis just five years ago was a top five pick, right? And he actually went to my rival high school, Wheaton Warrenville South. But, yo, Corey Davis was a top five pick. And so you have a top five guy who I think is just going to thrive somewhere else, you know? So give me, you know, Corey Davis on a super cheap contract. And also, I want to talk about punt returner because you guys brought it up. Like, if the Bears go out and they make some, like, like I said, John Ross, okay, as low-end wide receiver, but more so punt returner. But y'all would be so pissed off if we make like a stupid signing specifically for punt returner, you know, because it's the type of position where it's just like the Saints have shown and, you know, Ryan Pace is from the Saints Street, so he's got to know this. You got to throw a guy like Artavius Pierce back there or even bring back freaking DeAndre Carter, dude. Now, you know what would be super wild as I'm looking at the wide receivers list on over the cap, right? If the Bears went out and signed Antonio Brown, like I would take Antonio Brown, dude, in Chicago in a heartbeat. Even though I know it's not going to happen, which absolutely sucks, but I would love to see AB here. Yeah, I think he's going to be sticking around with Brady uh, for the next couple of years. I think he's going to take one look and say, "I can probably win another ring here." Um, I think he's going to be on Brady's hip for the rest of his career. Um, but there's a lot. I think the wide receiver class, in particular, both draft and free agency, is is wide open. Um, I think uh, I think the Bears can be smart here, and I think they can really bring in some weapons this year, cheap and and you know maybe even a little bit splashy, but in terms of money, but I will be very disappointed if we don't make some serious moves at that position. Cause, cause there are some weapons available. Um, I'll be, I'll be disappointed. 
Yeah, yeah. Man, if the Bears, if the Bears don't do this, man, if they don't go out and get Russell Wilson, they don't go out and get some weapons, man. I'm really gonna jump off my jump off the second floor of my house. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, dude, can I just go on my rant for like thirty seconds, man? What go is ahead. this, man? Like, come on, man, give us this quarterback that we desperately need. <laughs> Man, dude, like, and they give them playmakers too. I mean, like, if you're if you're gonna throw in like a guy like Tyler Lockett, shit, take all the crap you need. We're gonna take the Bean, take the CNA Tower, take the Sierra Tower, take the John Hang, take the brand new Vista Tower. I can move it over there. Just take everything, man. I don't care. Just I, I need quarterback play in Chicago, man. You know how I feel about this. I'm a season ticket holder, man. Like, I'm not I'm not flashing my money and all. I inherited them for my for my uncle. All right, for my aunt. All right, so I mean, it's like I I didn't pay for or anything. I just pay for what it is per year, and it's only like I think like four or five thousand dollars a year. You're in a locked rate for like a ten year contract. It's not. It's not. It doesn't go up incrementally by year. Only the seat goes up by year. So we pay that. We pay the tickets. So like all it's all all is great, right? But I sit there in the United Club watching this team just being absolute garbage. Like I didn't, I, I thank God that I didn't see it um, during COVID. But before that, I went to a game with Austin. Granted, the seats weren't in the United Club; they were in the end zone. Garbage, right? Um, that same year, uh, me, Luke, Austin were supposed to go to the Chiefs game. Garbage. I didn't even go. Like I was just like, "Fuck this, man! I'm gonna sell these other two tickets, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit at home and watch the game, man." They only scored three points, and you expect me to believe that you can't like build this team with with the with the senior citizen like Al, alex smith i'm like let's face it folks the guy's an alex smith the guy's not going to move the needle for for us all right like he's gonna he's gonna throw that weird spiral that he has and it's not going to lead us anywhere all right all these weapons that we have the tag that we gave alan robinson is useless if we get um uh alex smith and 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 all these other weak ass quarterbacks or even re-sign mr Trubisky or even keep nick Foles, which he's going to stay on the roster but the resolution of winning the championship is Sierra's hubby, Russell Wilson. Get him. That's all we need, man. You get him, there's going to be players that want to come play to Chicago. There's going to be calls that Ryan Pace is going to take that my player actually is interested in being traded to Chicago. That's where his job and his position as a general manager of, of the Chicago Bears gets solidified. And if Russell Wilson wins the Super Bowl in Chicago, a, a question yet to be answered, there's going to be a statue outside of Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Like, it's not it's not going to be as crazy as a Cubs World Series parade, but I can guarantee you there's going to be at least 5 million people at the Chicago Bears parade. Like, it's the founding franchise of the NFL, man. You win a Super Bowl, Chicago's going to be fucked. Like... There is going to be there is going to be street bowls on the floor. There's going to be garbage on Michigan Avenue. There's going to be garbage on Wabash. There's going to be garbage everywhere. All right, that part that parade is just going to be lit, dude. Just just feed let me, me. feed me, me, Russell Wilson. Let me chime in right there. Or major pause if you're trying to get fed by Russell. I'm Wilson. good. I'm good. But yo, um, yeah, big shout out to Juan, our boy Bears Fanatico. You can follow him on Twitter at Bears Fanatico ninety four. Here's my thing, right? That's fine. like yo. Uh yeah, who the fuck is this Brandon character? I don't know, but, but anyway. that's fine. That's fine. May the best man win when like when we're selling out tickets at Lambeau Field and Soldier Field. That that's gonna keep Ted Phillips happy, our money hungry ass CEO. And 
that's going to keep um our, the fans happy too because people will go to go to the stadiums in the cold and in the fall to go see that game play at both venues it's going to be sellouts if Wilson imagine goes. having aaron Rodgers and only winning one nfc north cha- or one nfc championship game couldn't be the bears oh yeah all of that you, wasn't me um, that was sam all love, Brandon. You guys, you guys have been kicking our ass the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah the th- see, this is what I love. Man. This is what I love about this. So I got into like a Twitter beef last night because someone straight up was just like, "Oh, the Bears have the most delusional fan base on the planet," and then this yeah, dude is just- straight up. Just- I didn't say it with the, so I chimed in. I was like, "Yo, the Bears aren't delusional. They're just like super diehard and passionate, you know." <laughs> and so, um, so. Because the Bears are super diehard and passionate. Let's be real. We got one of the biggest fan bases in the NFL. I mean, there's literally freaking Bears fans, dude, that I've met from, like, London and Japan. You know, but what I'm trying to say is this, right? Is this just, like, that's awesome, Brandon. We support yours, too, all right? Maybe we'll have you on during the season to talk Bears-Packers. But what I'm trying to say is this, right, dude? Is this just, like, for... Bears fans are getting so hyped, dude, at the thought of just having being one of the four teams on Russell Wilson's list. Imagine what happens if the Bears actually get Russell Wilson. Do you know that would be a major power shift in the NFL's like dynamics? Because you talk to any legitimate analyst, and they'll tell you, they'll be like, hey, listen, the NFL is always better when the Bears are good. I mean, that 2018 season was freaking dope. Not just because the Bears were twelve and four, but also because the Bears were winning, and it felt like a different vibe and energy around just NFL circles. And so, if the Bears get rust, right, it's going to be a major power shift in terms of just the NFL's, you know, um, schemes. And let me chime in and say this, right? I for sure just think, dude. Uh, yeah. So I didn't bring Juju Smith-Schuster up here because he is an unrestricted free agent, but he's going to go back to the Steelers. All right, the Steelers are going to let go of um, Bud Dupree, right? But yeah, dude, um, like if you get Russ, what I'm going to say is this is um, you got to rename the Willis Tower, the Wilson Tower. And no yes. one's even throwing that out there on social media. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Give Sierra a tower too. Fuck it. Give Sierra them, Center. Give them up. Give them their own Portillo's. Yeah, exactly. Give them their own potatoes. I, I don't know. Give them an ownership in the Chicago Bears. Like, Russ loves owning things, right? He has this wheels up. He has a private aviation company. I think he owns, like, a small stake in, like, Alaska Airlines or some shit. Like, I don't know, man. He also owns, like, a stake in the Seattle Sounders, too, man. He's in a, he's in a fuck. I don't know, man. Like, I think the, if the guy comes here, Sam, I think this guy is going to actually end up being, like, a front office guy in the NFL. Preferably, if he wants to stay in Chicago, I think he's going to be the future GM of Chicago when it's all said and done, man. Oh, that would be really dope. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Not even. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, it's just like a franchise. You know, we just keep going back to the whole whole thing about, like, you know, the uh, the desperateness of quarterback. Adam Schefter said it this morning. The Bears are desperate, man. And if the Bears overpay for Russell Wilson, so be it, man. You got your quarterback. Go out and go build something else. You got Allen Robinson tagged now, right? So now just go trigger three three or three first round picks. I mean, we already know it's gonna happen. We already know we don't want it to happen. But like you said said a couple of episodes ago, man, there's gonna be a big quarterback splash. And if this splash is it, then I mean so be it, man. I mean we're gonna we're gonna not have a first round pick for a couple of years, but we're gonna solidify the quarterback position. And I'm and I'm completely fine with that. If we have a Super Bowl winner, a person that is just dangerous to throw on the run. And a person that is like it doesn't matter how bad the offensive line could be, he can still play. 
but you know, I mean, you know, sometimes he needs to throw from the pocket. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that like you get Russell Wilson, the Bears are are really, really, really back. Dude, pretty much everything that I say regarding the Bears ends up happening anyway. I'm pretty sure I'm a fortune teller or something, but the dude who's, you know, I know, yeah, I live in his head rent-free Bears football underscore. He was present last week, but he hasn't been, like, showing up consistently, you know, and he just thinks that I'm a fan and not, like, a legit journalist, but who cares anyways? But, um, yeah, pretty much everything I say regarding the Bears ends up happening anyway, so you people should be listening to more of me and this podcast anyway. But here's the deal. Sam's super tired. He's probably got to record Gym Class Villains tonight, all right, his other podcast. Um, you know, me and AJ are still waiting to be guests on there and take that that whole thing over you know you got to get the brown boys at a bears podcast game on there to totally take it over even if it's for an exclusive 30 minute interview with you dude so yo we're gonna get out of here you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at barely underscore pod guys follow aj on every social media Mm. platform at aj decide for he's freaking yawning right now follow sam on every social media platform at sjsteve9 and then follow me on twitter facebook instagram and tiktok at usaid koshal it's been fun being your host this week guys we will see you next week crazy thing is the next time we record i'm pretty sure the new it's going to be free agency time so we're going to be recapping all the moves from tuesday all right and then maybe have a bonus episode later in the week if the bears do indeed make some sort of splash move but uh i'm gonna leave it at that guys we'll you know catch you guys next week thanks for tuning in for the on the live stream thanks for tuning in on apple pods google amazon music and spotify peace out we'll see y'all next week i right? peace out here now